Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ryan Jacobowski coming to you from the JNC Photography Podcast. Thanks for joining me for Season 2, Episode 2. So what I'm going to be covering today is what's in my bag. So when I'm out in the field doing photography for whether it's going to be a wedding, senior portraits, newborn sessions, landscape photography, exploring the abandoned buildings that I go to, or also storm chasing, I'm going to let you guys know what I'm using. And what I'm going to do is up on my website, I'm going to have all this information for you guys so that you can find the links to the majority of the equipment that I'm going to be talking about today. So to start off with, let's talk about the bags themselves. So depending on the kind of shoot that I'm going to be doing, I have usually about three different bags that I carry with me. So the first one, if I'm going to be taking a long trip somewhere, if I'm going to be doing a whole lot of different lens carrying and kind of a longer day trip, I'm going to be bringing my Endurix backpack. So this one I actually got off Amazon. And what I really love about it is how much space this thing has. So it has multiple compartments that you can actually set up to bring your main camera up to three or four lenses, uh, depending on the size backup camera, all your batteries, a flash. Uh, this thing's got just massive amounts of space. And the bottom part of the bag actually comes out to almost like a fanny pack and gives you an extra bag. So if you want to have that around the front of your waist while you use the other compartments for the bottom part of the bag, you can fit almost another camera in there as well as two other lenses. So when I'm going to be going on another shoot that is more of a quick hour, couple hour shoot where I only need my main camera camera as well as maybe one or two lenses. I actually have a bag that's uh, it's called a Tenba. So that's the maker of it. And I actually won this bag over at WPPI in Las Vegas a few years ago. And it has really been my go-to bag for a lot of my shooting and a lot of my exploring. But I am just out and about doing a quick portrait shoot. Um, it's got three different compartments where you can put your main camera as well as all your other equipment for either it's going to be your lens, your flash. So it's got a lot of space that you can really fit quite a bit of stuff in. And it's basically a side sling bag. So it's got the one strap that you can put over your shoulder uh, and then hold it off to the side, which really works great for fast access of getting your camera, changing out your lenses. And then it also has some compartments on the side as well as a zipper in the back. So this way, if you need to carry your extra batteries back there or SD cards or anything, it's going to be really fast for you to get to. So the third bag I have is actually a ProMaster. And what I like about this one, and this is if I'm going to be going somewhere where I know I only need my main camera, basically one lens, such as my 24 to 70, which is my main go-to lens, or the 70 to 200, who would also basically fit that lens pretty well. So onto the equipment, my main camera that I use to shoot is the Nikon Z7, the new mirrorless system. And I absolutely love this camera. So I made the switch from originally a Nikon D750, which was still an awesome camera for me, and I highly recommend it to anybody else that's looking to get one. But Nikon has definitely done an amazing job with their new mirrorless system, the processing speed, the quality of these cameras. I love the fact that they're lighter weight and still really feel very well built. So the second camera I use is a Nikon Z6, which is also included in their Nikon mirrorless line. And the reason I use this one is actually more for my videography. So when I do weddings, I like to have one for video, one for photo, so I can be shooting both, but also if I need to have another camera there with me, I'll still have the Z6, which takes amazing photos. Autofocus is great. Low light is great on it. And it also has a nice feature where you can actually choose what you want to track, your object tracking, 
when you're doing video. And that was one of the major reasons I switched to the mirrorless system from the D750 was the tracking was better, especially for the autofocus when you're doing video. And the third camera that I have on hand with me is the Z50, which I actually got as a backup for my D750 when I was shooting with that one. And I would say for anyone who's looking for a mirrorless camera that just kind of wants to basically try it out and compare to what you're shooting with now, the Z50 is an excellent camera. It's small, it's lightweight, and it has amazing quality images. I wasn't really sure what I would think about it at first, but it is definitely an awesome camera for as small as it is and the two lenses that you get with it if you're going to be getting the kit lens set. It is really great. So next, I want to let you guys know about the lenses that I use. So the main lens that I have on my camera that I use with my Nikon Z7 uh, is my 24 to 70 f 2.8. So I really love this lens. It's a great all around, basically your everyday kind of lens because of the length that it gives you. You can get that wider angle or you can zoom it in for any of the shots that you need for that. Um, the fact that it's a 2.8 makes this really great to get awesome depth of field on your photos. And the quality of the images just really shows once you bring it into Lightroom or any other editing software that you use. Two other main lenses that I use mainly on my Z6 camera to do video as well as photos, uh, mainly portrait photos, is going to be the 35.18 and the 50.18. So both of these are basically identical for the quality of the lens that you're getting, the speed of it um, to be able to autofocus like it does. It is probably all around some of the best two lenses that are on the market for the Nikon cameras. And if you're looking to get a lens to start with that's great for your full frame, these two are definitely ones that I would highly suggest. Um, really, if you're going to be choosing between the two, I would look for more of what kind of photography you're going to be doing with it. So with the 50, you're going to be doing more of your portraits, um, some close-up shots. And with the 35, you'll be able to do more, a little bit group shots. And you can still obviously do the portraits as well. Um, 35 is also great if you're going to be doing video with it as well. And it's also a great lens if you're doing landscape photography like me. So the last two lenses that I use came with the Z50 kit. And it's actually the 16-50 to as well as the 50-250. to So if you're looking for basically a great starter kit, um, I would highly recommend the Z50. If you're coming off of something that is um, in the middle of the road, kind of D3000, D5000 area, um, the Z50 you'll definitely be happy with. And with these two lenses, you can get a really great amount of shots uh, for all different types of photography. So the 50 to 250, you're going to be able to use that more for your portraits um, to get that nice crop look on it. And the 15 or 16 to 50, You'll be able to get some really nice wide angle shots if you're looking to do landscape photography. Um, all around these three between the camera and the two lenses have really been a great addition to my bag. So lastly, I want to share with you guys my major accessories that I carry with me. So to start off, the best thing you can do is make sure you have extra batteries. So there's been so many times I've been out in the field where I forget to charge my batteries up and here I am not able to take shots because I don't have an extra battery with me. I always carry about four to five batteries with me. Uh, the nice thing about my cameras that I use with these 
Z7 and Z6 is they take the same battery. So I can have batteries for both of my cameras as well as if I really need to use the Z7 over the Z6 and the Z6 has battery power left, I can swap it out and not have to worry about that. So other than the main camera batteries that I have, I like to carry my backup AA batteries that I actually use through Antelope. And you can find these on Amazon. They're really great for being able to recharge and they actually hold a charge for quite a long time. If I'm using like a flash or any kind of other light, uh, I can usually get quite a bit of time out of those before having to change them out. And what's really nice is they don't really take a whole lot of time to charge up. So if you're looking to plug them in, if you're at a wedding, you can basically have them recharged pretty much uh, by the next time you're going to need to use them. So next is my lighting. So depending on where I'm going to be shooting at, I have a small flash that I use uh, by Godox and it is the model V350N. So what I really like about this flash is the size of it. Having the mirrorless cameras and the smaller size camera like that, this one is actually fits perfectly on top and you don't have to worry about the flash falling forward or backwards when you're trying to move it at a particular angle. Um, the way it's built is it makes it lock really, really tightly. Um, so you're not going to have that overweight on the top of it. So when I'm not using my flash, I will actually be using my Lytra lights. So the nice thing about Lytra is this company makes a whole lot of lighting products um, and they range from different sizes. So you can buy little uh, cubes of light and they also have a little bit larger light panels as well. So depending on what you're doing, if you're going to be doing video or if you just need a little bit of a fill light for outside, if you're in the shade or something like that, you can always find something from Lytra. So lastly, the product that I carry with me is going to be a microphone. Uh, when I shoot with my Z6 mainly, uh, I like to use this for a lot of the videos I do for weddings um, or any kind of events that I might have. And the nice thing I like about the VideoMic Pro Plus that I use from Rode is on top of it, it's actually built into almost like a cradle. So if you knock the microphone at all, that's going to help minimize the amount of feedback that you get in your camera. And there's also really great settings on these where you can increase the dB on there. If you're a little bit further away in recording, you can kind of give an extra boost so that you can pick up the sound even better. And one of the best parts about this mic is there's no battery. So a lot of times when I shoot weddings and when I used to not have this mic, I was always worried about, is my microphone gonna die in the middle of the ceremony? So with this one, it actually runs off the power of your camera, which is amazing, as well as the fact that as soon as you turn the camera on, it turns the microphone on with. So you don't have to worry about going back. Did I remember to turn the microphone on before the priest started giving the sermon or something like that? It's always gonna be on as long as your camera is on, the microphone is on, and it's not going to die, which is one of the best things about this mic. So I know I've gone over a whole lot of information with you guys today, and I really appreciate you joining this episode of the podcast. And what I'm going to do is I will actually have a link up on the podcast page. So if you go to Facebook and look in the JNC Photography Podcast, uh, you'll find a link to all of this information, as well as on my website, jcphotography-mi.com on the podcast page. And you'll actually have all the information to all the products that I talked about, as well as some other ones that you can find off Amazon and different sites uh, so that you can purchase them yourselves. And if you guys have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to me through my Facebook page or through my website and ask away. I'm always online uh, and there to answer your guys' questions. And if you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, go ahead and click subscribe. We've got another great episode coming up next week where I'm going to be talking with my friend Derek. And you can actually follow him on Instagram at The Trespaster. And we're going to be talking about a new site we're starting up 
up with all historical churches in Michigan. So uh, there's going to be a lot of great content in that episode, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So thank you so much again, and you guys have a great night.